Welcome in a brand new clinical data management podcast with IBA. In the upcoming episodes, we'll bring you a sophisticated insight from various institutions that are involved in data management. Our guests are leading experts in data management, biotechnology, life sciences and digital health. They'll share with you their experience, best practices and maybe even more than that. Learn from the best. It's Clinical Data Management by IBA. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast program presented by IBA, focusing on the best practices in clinical data management. And today, our main topic will be EDC systems and their impact on quality of data. Well, after several episodes focused on rather soft topics, we will be talking hopefully more about the tools today. And the guest of today is an experienced senior data manager currently working at Seitl, Yaroslav Kocha. Welcome, Yaroslav. Hi, Dan. Hi. Yaroslav, we know each other very well from your more than four years at IBA. Anyway, I am very curious what has happened since you moved on to Seitl and what is your current position thereabout? Okay, so my current position is Principal Clinical Data Manager and uh, my responsibility is mainly to lead all the data management activities on several projects it's mainly i would say communication role i'm in touch with with sponsor and i'm really covering everything about data management and i'm also working on the most of activities and tasks in the data management so that's what i'm currently doing at Cytel. I can maybe shortly mention that I studied computational biology at Faculty of Science, Masaryk University in Brno. And just after my graduation, I started to work in clinical research. So I can say that at last 15 years, I spent in different CROs and also on university. So I have experience with different approaches and different ways of, of collecting and managing data. As you mentioned, we work together, so, so we know each other very well. And, yeah. uh, and I'm really happy that, that I can be here and, and discuss with you interesting topics. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you're welcome and uh, it's my pleasure. Great. Well, well, I believe that I'm not lying if I say that data management represents a very broad concept. From the previous episodes, we have learned that it employs not only data managers themselves, but there's also a lot of data engineering, data science, data analysis, and sometimes also computer science needs to step into it. Yaroslav, could you please share with us your own perspectives on such a broad concept of data management in clinical research? Yeah, sure. In my opinion, and I think it's quite clear that data management is the key part of clinical study. Or maybe we can say clinical project because we are not talking only about the clinical studies, but clinical project, which means all the projects where clinical data are somehow collected. I think that uh, data management is sometimes still undervalued because the focus of uh, key people, I mean sponsors and people around, are usually uh, more on a clinical part, sometimes on statistics, but uh, sometimes uh, not as much as data, ma- as data management should deserve. So. This is just based on my experience, but I think it's quite clear that without uh, good and and high quality data, uh, all the effort can be destroyed. So to me, data management is not 
only processing of already existing data but also the focus on data to be collected focus on the way how data will be collected all these things all these things are under data management so once you have the project when you know there will be some data then it's really dedicated to to data manager and data manager should be really in the project until uh, the database is locked or until the data collection, data cleaning ends. So it's quite wide range of activities and, and wherever we have clinical data is a place for data managers. Yeah, absolutely. I also agree that sometimes the data management might be seen as undervalued. Anyway, we hope at IBA that this podcast program may uh, contribute to, let's say, better value of data managers you have mentioned that uh, nowadays you are working on several projects. Can you help me understand better what kind of data do you work with? Is it more clinical trials or real-world data? Uh, it is more on clinical trials, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we have also real-world data projects, but my focus currently is more on uh, clinical trials. Yeah, that's that's just the type of the project. But you know, talking about data, you know, da- data is the key, and we can say everything is the data. So, I would say, regardless the type of the project, we can discuss the different types of data data manager is working with. And yeah, mainly it is uh, clinical data. And here, for, for example, for in clinical trials, we have mainly CRF data and then external data, but we can have different sources of data. And that's one of the goals mm-hmm. of data management uh, work to, you know, to put all the data together and to allow for further statistical uh, analysis. So that's, that's one big part of data. It's the clinical data. The other big part of data is, uh, is metadata. We can say it's a group of data that give us, we can say, support information. They can help us to work with clinical data. They can help us to see coherence in data and uh, and can help us to work with data in, uh, in further process. Yeah, metadata, something for data understanding, uh, as we call it. You also mentioned how important the role of people, I mean, the role of data managers, their skills and knowledge is. But what about the tools which they are using? Can we also talk about them? Sure, because you know nowadays the tools tools are one of the keys. I still think that people are more important. If uh, if we will discuss mm-hmm. again from my experience, I have many situations when uh, the tools were were quite poor and uh, great team and experienced people were able to do enough job with with data what was needed on the other hand i remember data in great tools but if people are not able to interpret it and it's not only about the clinical research you know if you look around you open the news that that you can see very nice great outputs from different tools and uh, if the interpretation is poor and people don't understand what they are saying that you know, you can do nothing with tools, but we are living in an age uh, allowing us to many things because we have great tools. We have many tools with different functionalities and features. And uh, for my job, it's uh, 
obviously it's EDC system, you know, electronic data capture systems. That's mostly the, the type of tool I'm working with because this, this mm -hmm. tool is the type of tool developed for clinical data management, I would say, and clinical data manager are primary people working with these tools. Not only clinical data managers, because now these tools can be uh, used for uh, medical monitors, for uh, coders, for project managers, and for people in many other roles. But uh, including investigators, yeah, yeah, right? but yeah, I sure, presume. sure. Yeah. Investigators are, you know, in fact, data managers are mainly working on the development part in EDC systems, but investigators mm -hmm. and clinical research coordinators are working on sites, and it's really the key key stuff working with EDC systems. So that's absolutely right, and tools are very very important in this area. Great. From the previous guest, we have also learned that sometimes there are stacks of technologies, in other words, ecosystems which integrate various tools. You also mentioned that there are a lot of tools, some of them great, some of them poor. If we can list some of them, for example, at the lowest level, of course, we have the SQL database, uh, then EDC systems, which you are accenting. And sometimes uh, these EDC systems may be equipped with tools for quality management or risk-based monitoring. And then at the upper level, CTMS, clinical trial management systems or trial master files. Tell me, in simple words, is the EDC system really the most important for data manager? Or is there anything else like SQL database? We had here a guest who was accenting the SQL database as the most crucial tool. So is the EDC system really the uh, the most important for data managers? Uh, from my perspective, I would say yes, but uh, it's mainly based on my experience and also my current work. But I can also imagine that for different people working on data management field, different systems could be more important, exactly as you mentioned bsql database because we don't have only clinical trials clinical studies but we have also different clinical projects for example i don't know national registries we have a uh, smaller academic trials and we would like to complete data from these different trials to one bigger system and to work more uh, with with this data to use advanced analytics for example and for these projects obviously EDC system might be important, but not the crucial one. So uh, I would say that it's it's uh, not easy to say which system is the most important because it is mostly about the companies and, and societies working on different projects, what is their goal, what they would like to do, and mainly what is the output they would like to have, what, uh, what options and abilities they have like resources, uh, what source of data they are using, and then many, many other things. So for me, it's EDC system, but I can imagine that, that someone else could, could say something totally different. Yeah, based on the background, yeah. because the SQL database was pronounced by a computer scientist, while you are pronouncing the EDC system being an, an experienced data manager, of course. 
Okay, and what about Seidel? Can you uncover what ecosystem are you using, the EDC system and other other components for integration of data from various mm -hmm. sources, what you also mentioned? Uh, yeah, talking about Seidel, um, maybe I can mention that Seidel is well known for uh, statistical software and advanced analytics. This is really, really strong part of Seidel. But this is the part I am not working with. It's uh, different teams, but uh, I know that Cytel is well known for for this part of, of activities. But uh, Cytel is also providing services on data management and statistical fields as the CRO, and this is the part where I'm working. So so here uh, we are working mainly with the the big EDC systems like Rave or uh, or IBM Clinical Development. So, so mm -hmm. I'm working mainly with, with this EDC system, which is one of the biggest, I would say, well-known system. And uh, I like it. It's good in a way that uh, it has a lot of functionalities and almost everything can be done in this system. And from the, the other tools we are working, we have the most of things in this uh, EDC system. But if something else is needed, required from sponsor for example then we have team of programmers who can create customized reports for example or uh, some data sets for data review they can create some some data set for reconciliation of data or almost everything what is needed and required by the client so for me edc system is the is the basic system we have some other support system like for, I don't know, electronic signatures and, and things like this, more mm -hmm. technical ones, but focused on the data management. Uh, it's more EDC plus anything customized that can be programmed in SAS or some, some, other, some other program by the statistical programmers team. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you for sharing this. You mentioned a lot of functionalities of those EDC systems and also that sometimes a feature is missing and you need the developers. What is the most important feature for you, what the EDC system has to provide for the data management community? This is very interesting question, but uh, for me, it's not easy to answer because it also depends on the type of, of the project. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I am, me as a data manager, I am usually in, in the middle of, uh, of something that is happening in the clinical study or in the clinical project. Because in the beginning, there is, there is somebody who wants to collect data, who wants to analyze them, and it's usually I would say in there, there are no two no two studies no two projects that are really the same. So uh, mm. so sometimes we are requested a lot of different reports. So for this type of study, of course, reports is something uh, that is important because uh, clients need it and it's it's needed for the project. And sometimes it's not only because it's asked by the sponsor, but uh, but uh, some studies are really quick and you need to check the data almost on daily basis so you need to see what's happening then you s you need to see the status current status of data then you need reports uh, sometimes there's uh, for example a lot of adverse events then you need to have some safety module that will help you to process adverse events and and medical coding module for example uh, 
then you have you have randomized uh, you have randomized studies so you need to have randomization module which will allow you to run the study uh, for different studies you have you need to manage the treatment so you need to have dispensing module allowing you to to monitor and to ship treatment from different countries to different depots and, and sites and so on so uh, all these modules all these functionalities are useful but there is nothing from these like critical for all the studies you know you have the basics mm -hmm. like queries for example is, is the is the basic functionality but you have all these advanced functionalities but uh, it depends on, on the study you need to uh, you need to work on or the project so that's uh, yeah that's that's how i feel it okay anyway can we go a little bit more towards lower levels of uh, the EDC systems. You mentioned a lot of uh, modules, functionalities. Um, is there something like data integrity or availability of reliable data for the final analysis, which can be maybe treated as the one single very important feature of EDC system? I mean, providing data integrity. Yeah, this this is, uh, I think, very good question because it's good to mention that it's the basics of, uh, I would say, all EDC system. That's uh, number one. I would say it's to, to guarantee the security and the privacy. That's that's the basics. And what you just mentioned is to, to have reliable system and uh, reliable data. It's really the basic. It's, it's must do what was promised to be done by the system. I mean, so so to have reliable system. Uh, with reliable data and maybe because we talked about different functionalities and tools so maybe what is more important for EDC system is to have it really user-friendly for uh, mm -hmm. for investigators and for sites because again if you <laughs> you plan to do various things with data but if you are not able to collect them because the system is too complicated for investigator then mm -hmm. you are you are lost so you have these uh, three priorities and uh, and only only once the EDC system is able to guarantee you know security privacy reliability and user and the simplicity yeah yeah and the simplicity. Oh. then 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 we can discuss about the functionalities and yeah that's what what is the basics and and then we can mention the, know queries and uh, and data entry data extract in different formats because even if you have uh, some requirements from sponsor or from statistician uh, that you need to do in EDC system and you are not able to do it with an EDC system but you are able to extract data in a way allowing further processing in different system that it's still feasible to finalize the task but uh, if you are not able to extract data from the system in a proper way then that is not possible good thank you Yaroslav you also mentioned several times today queries monitoring and stuff around data quality can we talk a little bit about this topic also because I believe that the role of EDC system for um, achieving uh, good quality of data is also important yeah. Do you agree with? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, 
again, I think what is or could be quite common is, uh, hey, uh, here is the data. So manage some data cleaning and uh, let's go to mm. statistical analysis. But, uh, you know, it, it might be late in this stage because if we want to discuss uh, how to have best data and to focus on data quality, uh, you need to start much earlier and we can focus on the on how to collect only data that are needed. We don't need to collect all the data. So this is one step we, we can do and we can really uh, save a lot of work of investigators and a lot of work of other other people because maybe we are processing some data we don't need. So that, this, this is just one, one aspect we can think about even before we start working on the in EDC system. But there are a lot of things uh, we can do using EDC systems and uh, current tools can help us uh, to create simple and easy CRF that will be user-friendly, as we mentioned. Uh, we can set up different checks, we can set up different dynamisms uh, in CRF. These things will just uh, help with data collection and in this stage we will have much better data than if we will be collecting just, just in, for example, Excel. So this is this is this is I think a very important point regarding the data quality. One one global part maybe more important than data cleaning is uh, during the setup phase, and you know discussions discussions with statisticians with with medical team what is really needed, how to do it, uh, to find relationship in in different parts of data and all these things. So that's one global part that that we should focus. And the second part is is more common, I would say, and it's uh, it's a data review and things uh, that can happen once we have data. So then we can discuss. Okay, let's ask medic medical expert to review specific type of data. Uh, let's discuss with a safety team. Uh, let's collect different point of views on data we already have, and then then mm -hmm. we can we can again do a lot before we we give data to statisticians. Fine then. And are you using some kind of upper-level functions of EDC system besides the verifications, validations, which you mentioned? I mean, uh, functions focused very much on the data quality. So, for example, kind of support of data reviews, maybe kind of statistical methods for statistical monitoring or even machine learning and AI, which is nowadays a buzzword everywhere so even in clinical data management we can read a lot of papers and posts uh, how artificial intelligence can help in achieving a good quality of data is it also the situation in uh, your uh, surroundings i would say partly because uh, maybe it's not so common in the in clinical trials to use this kind of, of software so so in our teams statisticians have their softwares they are using but this is a little bit different world but uh, mm -hmm. I can say that in data management uh, we have some some tools we discussed in EDC system and if we need to or if sponsor ask us to there if there is whatever reason to, to do something uh, let's say advanced then we can ask our programming team to you know to use data from ECRF, maybe to compare it with uh, with data from different sources. This is yeah, this is something 
I would say typical because we have uh, ECRF data, we have laboratory data and data from different sources and we are working on reconciliations and data review and uh, programming team help us to do this like uh, you know com combining uh, data from more sources together and running some scripts so we have some outputs on some some data that, that uh, are maybe not consistent and so we are working on these types of of advanced uh, data cleaning i would say mm -hmm. so you need also the systems to be open yeah uh to let your developers to touch on them and use their apis etc good fine now if we can relax the interview a little let me move on to the section of this podcast program which is always really inspiring and sometimes funny or even sad unfortunately Eroslav, uh, tell me anything about fuck-ups in data <coughs> management have you experienced any one of them i mean situations when the data management for some reason failed and caused damage <laughs> or uh, unpleasant situations because this is something from which we can really learn mm -hmm. a lot uh, well what I what I already mentioned is that the people is this uh, the great factor and people is absolutely critical and if you have smart and experienced team it's it's the best and so on and the people are more, more important but uh, you know in this topic again it's uh, it's people usually causing this type of situation so we need mm -hmm. to really think about it that you know if we have tools tools are programmed and uh, we should know what our tools doing but regarding the people it's it's a different story and i have uh, on my mind s several situations where it's i think it's common life but uh people are sometimes not reliable so they didn't do what what was agreed and or they are not responsible i have i remember one story when uh i asked uh, i asked a colleague from another company for some materials he was data manager in some vendor and i didn't have feedback and a meeting two two weeks later i just realized that he's not working for the company anymore so it, i was really surprised that even his colleagues were not informed that he's not there so uh, it was pa poor, poor communication yeah yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> one type exactly but maybe there is one thing i i can mention and it was again the situation we were working on development on uh, on one project and there was a discussion about different systems for this project and uh, there was said that uh, the data collection will be done using edc system and randomization will be done using irt system and it was written into documentation and uh, and managers on sponsor side were telling this information and I was you know after some discussion it was not clear I was more cu curious uh, if you randomize the patient in one system then how it will match to the other system because maybe you need to enter randomization number or whatever and they didn't know and nobody was able to explain me at so it was quite strange situation at in the end of the day uh, I found that, that there is only one system you know and <laughs> it was again uh, quite uh, because I, it was still not clear to me so i asked really the vendor how it's how it is working and they told me it's really one system so 
you know, they could put into documentation the name of the system. There will be this system with these functionalities and everything would be clear. But in the world where, you know, everybody is using a lot of shortcuts without knowing their meaning, you know, they were convincing me there are two systems because one is EDC and the other one is IRT. But yeah, yeah, why not to make the situation more yeah, complicated? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's it's more funny than it was not major issue, but it took some some time, uh, and it was written in documentations. A lot of people were confused. So, and it could be done really simply. So this is yeah. something um, maybe we can more uh, think about. You know, we are sometimes just doing in a, in a let's say stereotype situation, like uh, do the same as we did last time, EDC, IRT and so on. But sometimes we can maybe think and say, hey, this is different situation and uh, why why to complicate it if we can do it simply. Great. Thank you very much, Jaroslav. And uh, I think that we are approaching the end of this episode. The time is cruel. And I can say that this was clinical data management from the perspectives of Jaroslav Kocha, a respectful and experienced data manager. Thank you very much for your time and also for sharing uh, your insights on CDM. It was my pleasure, Dan. Thank you very much for inviting me. You're welcome and the pleasure is really on my side. And I must send many thanks also to our listeners for being with us. Whether you are data manager, data analyst or data engineer, you can already look forward to the next episodes of this podcast program, which I believe may represent a solid inspiration to the CDM community. Learn from the best and stay tuned. I'm Daniel Schwartz and this is the Clinical Data Management Best Practices podcast program presented by IBA.